0: Fellow Zeros, thanks for joining us for another edition of Zeros Talking Heroes, the podcast that got bored with our chosen profession. I'm your host, Joe, and I brought along two other cadets to talk to you about the movie Police Academy. We've got sequel. The only
1: podcast that used to be a florist. You know, flowers and shit. That is the closest you could be <laughs> <Without getting laughs> a movie without getting it.
2: praise is right, you won. Well, actually, technically you we went over. That's right, I did go over. <laughs> Uh, that's right. You're right. Also, that's Corey, the podcast that knows sleepings for folks Is that
0: getting bleeped? It might get bleeped. Before we dive in headfirst to police academy, though, we got a couple of things to do. Got another email from Bennett. Heyo. As you might know or remember from previous episodes, Bennett was the one who suggested we do this movie. So first of all, you welcome Bennett and thank you for the suggestion and thank you for the second email. Bennett writes, ZTH, awesome to hear the shout out. Another surprise comic book connection is Princess Bride has a comic book. What? <laughs> Great family movie. You could do that one sometime too if you need another pick. Don't forget, when you're in Kansas City, I'll take you guys out for burgers and beers on sequel Winky Face.
1: Uh, Aw.
2: <laughs> burger King, right? They serve beers and Burger Kings out there? Maybe. Probably.
0: <laughs> That's an interesting concept.
2: Why haven't we thought about that It makes yet? you
0: realize, the f- or makes you think the food's okay.
1: Yeah. Hmm. Can't okay. have a drive-thru.
2: In the South, there are drive-thru and liquor stores. Yeah, so. Yeah,
0: the brew through Yeah, the brew through that's, that's a thing in North Carolina. Anyway, thank you for the email, Bennett. Once again, if you'd like to be like Bennett and send us a good old fashioned email, send it to zthpodcast at gmail.com and we'll read it, and you'll be our new friend, too. Now, we're going to let you know what else we've been watching this week. Let's go to Corey first.
2: I finished Mind Hunt, Mind Hunters on Netflix. How
0: many episodes is it?
2: Uh, ten. Okay. So it's not a ton, but they're about they're all like hour long episodes. Uh, really, really good, really fun, really interesting, and I found that I knew a lot of the people that they were talking to. So the whole thing is like this is a guy that creates behavioral analysis, and to do that he goes and talks with a lot of serial killers. So two of the guys that he talks to is uh, Edmund Kemper and Jerry Bruno's who um, have big in-depth episodes on the last podcast on the left that I listened to. So I actually knew a lot of these guys' story ahead of time. It was kind of cool. Is this documentary style, or is it... Yeah. Or is it actors playing? It's definitely actors playing.
0: So it's reenactments.
2: Yeah, it's more reenactments. And it's actually a fictional story. The guy... Oh, all right, It's The guy is based off somebody else. Is it better than Criminal Minds? Yeah. I don't don't like What
0: is it? Am I right?
2: So Criminal Minds is like the procedural. Yeah. This is not... This is literally just ground floor how the behavioral science unit came to be
1: i'm at like a 98 with that sh- with this show for my netflix score so i feel like i have to for mind hunters
2: yeah yeah it's good
0: anything above a 90 you watch yeah <laughs> except okay except cat Catwoman
2: one of 72 yeah still, still too high it's way too high and i started stranger things season two a couple episodes on I'm not gonna spoil anything but it's pretty okay
1: Sequel, what about you? I, too, started Stranger Things. What? By the time this episode drops, I'll be done with it. Yeah, I me mean too. So. Three episodes. You don't
0: left. know that. I can edit
1: really fast. Come mm-hmm. on. No. <laughs> Come on. Could but won't. Took advantage of the movie pass and saw
2: Jigsaw. Was it good? No better, no worse than any other Saw movie. Where does it... Okay, but is it on like the better side of like the early movies or on the worse side of the later movies? You know what I mean? Like the early It's ones were definitely good. later movie. Like it's, it's it feels like later like movie a, still. Okay.
1: Yeah, it's, so it's, it's on the
0: worse end of the scale,
1: worse end of the spectrum, I would say. But again, it's if you if you've seen four or five, four through seven, you see this. It's 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 right in line. Okay. Although this is a standalone movie, it doesn't really fit in. That's good the, actually. The main story at all. Major problem with some of the traps.
2: It looked darker. Like they had started to kind of get brighter. Like lots of fluorescent light bulbs in all the rooms as the movies progressed, and all the previews made this look like it was going back to that real.
1: Dark. Yeah, not really a spoiler. This the uh, area where the game's going on is more of a secluded spot, while most of the other games were like inner city, mm-hmm. except for Cell Two, which is that house that re- in a remote location. Yeah, this is more like a like a farm out in the middle of nowhere. Oh, cool. That they kind of track down, but um, I also watched Halloween Town One, Two, and Three. It was on the Disney nice. Channel. <laughs> I love those movies. I don't know. I
2: feel like it's right in our wheelhouse and for our age. You know what I? You know what I didn't? I did not get to watch the Great Pumpkin. I, I did not watch that. Did not get around to watch the Great Pumpkin show. Me Brown. either. And I'm kind of ashamed.
0: I love Charlie Brown things.
2: I love Charlie Brown things also, but it's probably not going to make it. I got a lot of issues with the Great Pumpkin. I'm <laughs> rewatching. I
0: can't get into this right now.
2: All right, Joe. Hit me. What have you been watching? I watched
0: two old movies this week because it was my girlfriend's birthday and she got the pick. Okay. Not that they were necessarily awful, but I watched a movie called Rasputin the Mad Monk, which I heard Rasputin. I was like, yeah, this is going to be great. And then it was kind of not.
1: What year was that one? Like
0: 1966, I want to say. Okay. Color or Yeah. Yeah, It's uh, Christopher Lee as Rasputin, who's really creepy in that movie, but the movie itself is just kind of stupid and boring. That's unfortunate. And then I also watched a musical. I'm not a big fan of musicals normally, but uh, I watched Meet Me in St. Louis. It's fine. As far as musicals go. It's got some dumb songs in there and some songs that are okay.
2: Most musicals do. Yeah. They can't all be gems like Grease, top bottom of your song.
0: There's always some filler in there.
2: Is Grease your like go to for musicals?
0: Yeah. Oh yeah. Cannibal the musical is the best musical. That sounds fantastic. That's done by the South Park guys. Nice. Oh yeah. And that is what we've been watching. Now let's hop into these movie facts for Police Academy. Police Academy was a movie from 1984. It's rated R. And it's one hour and 36 minutes long. It was directed by a man named Hugh Wilson, who also directed Rustlers Rhapsody, Burglar, Guarding Tess, The First Wives Club, Blast from the Past, and Dudley Do Right. I Brendan Fraser movies? I've seen two of those movies. I've
1: seen Guarding Tess. I think that's it. Do you like Guarding Tess? What I saw of it, I liked. I love that movie. That's a another very- I know that movie. Nicolas Cage is guarding a former First Lady, oh. played by Shirley MacLaine.
0: And they're like best friends.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: It's interesting. It is. It's it's pretty funny. Hmm. It's one of the performances where I feel like Nicolas Cage is like a real actor, at least in that one.
2: He has a couple of
1: Nick Cage movies. Yeah. Now. A couple of freak outs. I like that movie.
0: As all good Nick Cage movies need.
1: I never thought we'd talk about it for
2: a <laughs> <laughs>
0: show. That's 100%. <laughs> I forgot that I even saw it until I looked this up, and I was like, what movie is that? I'm like, oh, yeah, that's Nick Cage one. <laughs> Police Academy stars. Steve Guttenberg, Kim Cattrall, Bubba Smith, Donovan Scott, Michael Winslow, G.W. Bailey, George Gaines, David Graff, Andrew Rubin, Marion Ramsey, Brant Van Hoffman, Scott Thompson, Bruce Mahler, Wesley Easterbrook, and then I just decided to stop writing. Because okay. there were, like... Probably four or five names I could have also written.
2: There's a lot of names.
0: So many people with like about equal screen time in this movie, so it was tough to make the judgment call. The budget for the movie was a really small $4.5 million, and it has grossed $146 million in total. $81 million of that was domestic, so I think they're pretty happy with the performance of this movie. Yeah. The scores for the movie. Rotten Tomatoes has this movie at 41%.
2: Certified, leave it on in the background.
0: The audience score on this movie is a sixty-four percent. Also, not a lot of reviews are on Rotten Tomatoes. I think it's like fifteen, but it's not a lot. It's
2: not
1: a lot to say on this movie, but we'll get into that. <laughs> yeah. So, like,
0: if one of us were to leave a review, it would alter the percentage. Definitely. <laughs> uh, IMDb has this movie at a six point seven out of ten, and Metacritic has this movie at a forty-one and a user score of seven point two. It's our movie facts for Police Academy. We're gonna get into
1: our general thoughts now, and I'm gonna kick it to sequel to start. I've seen this movie a bunch of times in bits and pieces. It seems like it was always on growing up on on cable. I've seen many of the sequels. It's really funny when you're like ten. <laughs> yeah, I don't think I've ever sat down and watched it in full until uh, until this past weekend. But um, yeah, it's it's uh, I don't know pretty much what I remembered. There were some parts I didn't remember, and a lot of parts... I knew when the funny parts were coming, so it kind of, like, ruined it for me a little bit. But, uh, yeah, this
2: this definitely was a movie.
1: Well said. And you, Corey?
2: This movie's very middle-of-the-road, but not middle-of-the-road in any particular direction, or middle-of-the-road in a way that I could sit down and watch it again. Like, I have no interest in watching Police Academy again. The only reason Police Academy will ever be on my television again is if I'm doing chores around the house... And it's on, I'll stop, because it's good background noise. Like, this is, like, the perfect background. You don't really pay attention to it. Because there's not much of a plot to it. It just kind of goes. There's no big problem to be solved. It just is.
0: Hearing lies the greatest problem with going last. I usually just agree with most of what you guys have said. And this one's no different. (laughs) Like, I've sequel, I'm right there with you. I've seen this movie upwards of ten times, not in full, but just because it's on Comedy Central, Mm -hmm. and it's on for, like, 40 minutes at a time, and I'm like, yeah. I don't think I've ever seen this movie, I've definitely never seen this movie all the way through in one sitting, and I don't think I've even seen, like, the first ten to fifteen minutes of this movie before.
2: I have that in
1: my notes. Like, I don't, I'm not quite sure that Comedy Central airs the first fifteen minutes of this movie. They may not. I don't think they do. Because I remember when it came on, like, the opening text, don't remember that at all. Nope. And oh, yeah. <laughs>
0: it's like a weird sci-fi movie beginning, and then it just goes into Police Academy.
1: Yeah, I don't remember the opening
2: scene at all, either. That was seriously the first time I ever saw it. I was honestly confused on whether or not I had even seen this movie before, based off of the first three minutes of it. I was like, I've seen this before. And then the first couple minutes, I was like, maybe not. So yeah, it's, it's fine.
0: Parts of it got laughs out of me. And if I never saw Police Academy again, I don't think I would miss it. But if, I, if someone had it on, I'd be like, oh, it's Police Academy. Nice. Also, the sequels for this movie, terrible ratings. Like,
1: they all have zeros. Really? Yeah. There's... Uh, one where they... A later one where they go to, like, Miami. And that's not very... That's probably the worst one. It's one of the more memorable ones, though. And then the Citizens on Patrol one, I remember.
0: Those are our general thoughts for Police Academy. I'm gonna do the spoiler warning now. It's not much plot in Police Academy to spoil, but... If you're interested in seeing the movie completely blind, I guess you're going to want to stop now and go watch it. It's on Netflix, if you have Netflix, which is a paid subscription that you have to pay for. But once you pay for it, it's available for free on there.
1: Makes sense.
0: (laughs) I know. (laughs) It's available once you pay.
2: Well, 50% of people don't pay for Netflix, right? They just steal somebody else's Netflix? Netflix is very
0: happy about that. I, I think it's higher than 50%. Probably
2: is. So, when does the movie Stripes come out? No idea. 81. 81, before I'm this. I'm guessing
1: 81, but I'm like, pretty sure it's 81. I don't know how I know that.
0: Well, are you... How do you feel about confident... How confident are you in before this or after this? Before this. Okay.
1: 1981,
2: Stripes. Okay, fair. I feel like they're the same movie.
1: No, I've never seen Stripes. on nope. it nope. Stripes nope. is better.
2: Stripes is better. No, no, no. No, no. 100% bad. better. But what I mean is just basic, conceptual. conceptually, a guy who doesn't really have any life direction gets wrapped up into going... To boot camp of one fashion or another, and hijinks occur.
1: All right, so that's almost a trope at this point. It really is. This this movie does have three well defined acts. I mean, act one is the background of all the characters. Act two is at the academy, and act three is your climax where they actually are in action. Right? And that's your. That's your three part. That's all you're getting. That's mm-hmm. actually very true. This is a
0: very good example of a three-act structure. Yes, yeah. Like, it's clear and defined. hmm
2: It's just interesting because Acts 1 and 3 are minuscule in length compared to Act 2. Act, act two 1 and,
0: is very, very short. Act uh, yeah. 3 is more lengthy than a Act 1, A little bit so short. yeah.
2: But, I mean, Act 1 is the first 10, 15 minutes? Not
0: if that. If,
2: if. Well, I mean, I'm including, you know, he's got to go and get arrested. He's got to go into the... The interrogation room where like where Captain Reed tells him he's going. Well, that takes say, up a, good, a decent bit of time. Act two starts when they get on
1: the property of the academy. Yeah, that's the start of Act two, yeah, and Act course. three starts when they get on the bus to go to the riot. Yeah, agreed. So yeah, the first scene of this movie leads you to believe that Tackleberry is the star of the movie. I thought like if I, was, I had no idea that scene existed, neither did I. But i watched watching it. I'm like, I was like, is he is he fucking RoboCop? What is this? What is happening right? If <laughs> I knew that was Tackleberry, I'm like, huh. So if it was the first time I saw this movie, I would expect it to be about Tackleberry's rise to be a <laughs> super cup. and the whole premise of the mayor wants to have everybody be a cop, or whoever applies to the police academy will not be discriminated against. They can like, that's a terrible idea. Yeah, but I don't if want these people protecting me. <laughs> eh. But but there's a shortage of
2: people. They gotta take what they can get. So we're gonna have, I don't know. We go ahead. And be careful with what you're about to say. So there's so, no, there's say no something way.
1: not offensive, I dare you. Can Tacoberry
2: pass psychological test if you cup a cup? Oh, okay, no. Maybe. I don't think so. Depends on how good of a sociopath he is.
0: He's not a very good sociopath. He's not.
2: There's like one person I would want protecting and serving me. Ironically enough, Mahoney. No.
1: No, it's a. Uh, Hightower. Oh, Hightower. Hightower. <laughs> yeah,
2: that's true.
1: tower is a good dude. He's, he's actually really good. And dude. he's super strong. Can't drive. Former NFL player, Bubba Smith, by the way. He could just ride that a shotgun, sense. it's fine. <laughs> I love the theme song to this movie, too.
0: I can't remember what it sounds like. I'm not going to That's fair. sing it, but I like it. Sequel, sing
2: that <laughs> For your face-off challenge. <laughs> for, for 300 <laughs> points.
1: By the way, you said you would never see another Police Academy movie. Correct. I think this is a good movie to be remade. I think they could make it pretty funny.
2: They'd have to streamline it. How? They'd have to take out characters.
1: Barely does anything now.
2: But you could add more stuff if you had to, if you did less character development. There's a million and a half different characters to follow, which gives us no time to form a plot.
1: True, and it's also a uh, I guess the police force is a uh, pretty
2: touchy subject and nowadays. Yeah, a little bit.
1: But I read an article or just like a like a brief something online that uh, Keen Peel actually signed on to like write and produce a. Uh, Remake of Police Academy. I'd watch that movie.
0: I don't think this movie needs to be remade.
1: Like, it just doesn't... it, It exists. Just let it go. See, I don't think... Like, in terms of remakes, they take classic movies and movies that people like and remake them. I think they should take movies with a good idea, a good premise that was executed in a mediocre way, and then remake them. Like, I was pretty excited that they were remaking Flatliners, although they didn't execute the remake... That movie got a zero. Yeah, it was was pretty terrible. But I remember watching the original, and I like the idea of it. It's just they just can't get it right. Kind of like Fantastic Four. (laughs) So, again, the first act is we're getting the background info and all these characters that are going to join the police academy.
0: And we really get, like, very, very short one-scene things. Just letting us know who these people are and their shortcomings in life.
1: Really quick, Taco Bear is an over-the-top security guard. He busts into his own good luck party and shoots it up, but doesn't shoot anybody. Yep. He just busts into the dark room and starts firing, and then he turns the lights on. And no, he fires through the door. To open it. Then he kicks it open, and bang, 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 bang. Oh, oh, I, thought, I thought he just yeah. shot through the door. And,
2: and then the door like swings open, and everybody's like, well, yeah. that's a way to send off.
1: Mahoney's a parking lot attendant. I've seen that scene before. I don't know how you can tilt a car the way he does.
0: Yeah, that's that's some kind of superhuman power that he gets. Eh,
2: you see cars do it. He was sitting at it. Like, how the fuck? <laughs> no, I mean, granted, that car definitely wasn't capable of doing what they made it do. But like, there's, like, special types of hydraulics that people put in cars I was going to yeah. say,
0: you could have custom hydraulics to yeah. do that, but, like... Yeah, no,
2: obviously not. But it... It served the purpose that he needed to jam it into a spot, and yeah, then that's how he jams it into a spot. He tilts it on two wheels and gets into a spot. Well, after he gets... It's not a
0: spot. It's between two cars that are already in spot. Correct. <laughs> True. After he says it's full, and he gets insulted. And, and he was calls, poor. like, he's called a dickhead. Right. And he goes, dickhead?
2: I was waiting for, like, a comeback I think like I guy called
0: him, like, fart breath or ball breath or he, something. He called,
2: him, he called him, like, 14 it's different, really like... It's
0: really dumb insults in this movie yeah. at the beginning. You, get
2: the, you make it think it's almost going to be like a PG-13 movie, the way that they're throwing or like hurling middle yeah. school insults at each and other. And
0: later you find out it's the most nudity we've seen in a movie that we've covered for this yet.
2: Correct. Unnecessary nudity, too. Yeah. It is. Don't need it at all.
0: It sets up kind of a funny thing. There's a funny but, scene with it, yeah.
2: but we'll get there, and even that's a direct pull from another movie that's older than this. We'll because, get we'll Because
1: get there. great movies we'll get there. borrow and steal. Oh,
2: uh, I think I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Okay. One of the actresses in this movie was in that other yes. movie.
1: She, yeah. She's a howler. Yes. <laughs> Barbara. That's his last name. Wesley Barbara. Photo Hut. Do you remember Photo Huts? No. Neither do I. <laughs> oh, yeah. no. I'm, he could have drowned if that falls the wrong way. That would have filled and the And for some reason they just
0: that. stole the entire hut that he worked yeah, in and just, dumped him in the water. That's, that's attempted murder. That seriously is.
2: Yeah. <laughs> And, and then he has, like, a psychological break. He's like, I'm joining the police force. <laughs> he
0: paddles off like a
1: true champion. Yeah,
2: sorry. You messed with the likes of Leslie Barbara, Which is a plot thread that only loosely actually gets tied up. And my
1: favorite character in all the Police Academy movies. Which is Michael Winslow. No, it's not.
2: Because everyone likes Michael Winslow. I like, um, Thackler. The accident-prone guy. Oh, the one that, like, beats his wife with the, uh... Beat his wife. Whoa, 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 whoa,
0: whoa. <laughs> He's accident-prone. He's
2: accident-prone. His wife is on, like,
1: the hood of his car. Yeah. He's an idiot. He's... My favorite part is later on with Fackler, but... I, I, I'm a fan of his. He just causes mayhem wherever he goes, and it's a total accident.
2: It, I loved, like, the weird parkour shit that his wife was doing to get, like, around the block that blocked the car from mo- moving again. I thought that was going to come up again. I was like, is she going to, like... Is somebody going to, like, catch her doing this and be like, you would be a great recruit for the Academy. And then they both end up there.
1: Well, she's in the sequel, so she joins the Academy.
2: Oh, oh my god. And
1: this is the same actress. Actually, I put that in my notes. And Kim Cattrall, this is the only Police Academy movie that she, that she did. And I'm pretty sure they made a Police Academy movie, like, every single year. From, like, 84 on. They did make seven of them. Yeah. Wow. So. Yeah, yeah. Right? And then
0: Kim control went on to, like, you know, real things. I guess.
2: Sex in the City.
1: Yeah, but that was, like, 20 years later. Yeah, it was.
0: She took a little bit of a break.
1: I don't know. I, I'm not looking up around. See, Gutenberg day. took a bit of a break. He was in all the police academies. He was in Cocoon. He was in, like, the Three Men and the Baby movies. Yes. And then he just disappeared. I think he was on Ballers last season, and Joe said he was, he said he was on... He was on Veronica
0: Mars. Was mm-hmm. he,
1: like, a major guy, or... He was a character's dad Okay He was like
0: He was fairly important In like the third season Of the show Hmm Or second season
1: I forget Gotcha So Mahoney's our main character
0: Basically Like Like he is But By the smallest of margins He gets
1: Arrested for his The stunt he pulled Park in the car Yep And
2: Captain Reed Takes a liking to him And Captain Reed And Mahoney's father Were best friends Okay
0: it's like a nepotism thing. He's like, I'm going to get your son out of trouble,
1: except this time. And he makes him join the uh, the academy. The academy. Because discipline
2: will do him good.
1: And he kind of throws uh, Motormouth Jones, who he met three minutes ago, right under the bus. It's a, it's a personal <laughs> physician.
2: <laughs> well, that was the thing, right? Motorhouse Jones was about to get incarcerated for one reason or another, so instead of him. Was he going to get incarcerated for simulating gunfire? Yeah, you could. You Alright.
0: <laughs> I got I to talk about this right now because that's my favorite scene in the movie. That's your favorite scene. <laughs> is When he fought, when he's like, what are you in for? This. Yes. And he, does it. <laughs> and he does it, and then they all fall down to the floor because they think they're going to fight it. and they jump back up, and the guy behind the desk is like,
2: God damn it, stop doing <laughs> that! <laughs> it really makes I me wonder... I
0: fucking died watching that.
2: that. I did laugh at that. that is it does scene. make me wonder how many times he's done that since he's been sitting on that chair... Because the guy is so angry that, like, it's clearly not the first... He's been on edge all goddamn day. He's had an extra, like, six cup of coffees. Three of them have spilt on the floor. Ugh. So, yeah, Motor mouth um, gets wrapped up into the whole thing.
1: I guess that thing he has is a voice thrower.
2: That gray, uh... He
0: always has it with him. It's, it's, it's incredible. I think
2: it's, I think it's an effect, it's like an effect, right? No, well... It's like a portable microphone, basically.
1: Yeah, I, But it kind of throws your voice, like, he can... So, like the the stunt he pulls with the loudspeaker—that's like, just his thing, though. But they're looking at the loudspeaker. Yeah, but he's also very good at
2: what he's doing, so he can throw his voice.
1: Yeah. I'm really interested in what that thing is.
2: I think it's. I think it's. It, it's just me- something to make his voice sound more. See, I think metallic. he can do that on his own. I don't know because every time he makes a metallic noise, you can tell that it's coming from his mouth, unless he's using the gray thing, and then it actually sounds metallic.
1: I do it, find the, him. Sure I
2: can
0: there's some scenes nice. with him I find kind of annoying. The thing about um, Michael Winslow in this movie is that it's diminishing returns after a point. Like the shaving it, scene, it is a parabola. About halfway through the movie, I start getting sick of hearing Michael Winslow do these things. But the first half of the movie, it is gold. Like when he's outside with the grass or like that's, walking. That's funny. That's amazing. Mm-hmm. The gunshot the first time in the in the police station. Oh my god! But that is so good.
2: You start losing it right around the shaving scene. The shaving scene. And when that's like
0: the
1: that's like the peak of where it's still okay.
2: Yeah, that's, yeah, after what that it starts getting weird.
1: Simulating the video game by himself on the bed. That's and weird. Just yeah, by it's really weird.
2: Who does that?
1: <laughs> he's
0: a crazy person. Yeah, I guess. He's, and he's gone he's, from just, like, guy who likes to make sound effects to full-on crazy person yeah. at that point.
2: And then he's, like, pretending to fly a helicopter next to Mahoney as they're getting, like, yelled at or whatever.
0: No, he's going up the stairs, like, want to ride?
2: Yeah. yeah. In his kinda, fake helicopter? I still like that part. Yeah.
0: But I feel like if I was friends with him,
1: actually, I would I would get very sick of it. Alright, so we pretty much meet all the characters with the exception of Hooks and Hightower. You meet them at the Academy, you don't see yeah, their yeah. backstory. Yeah. Which
0: one is Hooks? Hooks is the quiet girl.
1: Oh yeah, yep. She's in all the sequels, as is Hightower. Nice. Good. Steve Gutenberg's in a lot of them, too. He's in all of them. Is he in all of them? He's in all of them. I've only ever seen the first one, I just looked this up on... Tackleberry's in all of them. Hooks is in all of them. Hightower's in all of them. Harris is not in all of them. Fackler's in some of them. Fackler's wife's in a lot. Of. Barbara's makes the one appearance. That's it. What about Martine? No, this is his only This group, is the only George one. George Martine.
2: Another one that we meet when we get to the Academy. Yep. Yeah.
1: And um, when you get to the Academy, we meet the Commandant. I love the Commandant. Mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> he has one of the funniest moments and probably my favorite movie. it's my, my favorite movie favorite too. He's got my favorite he moment.
0: reminds me so much of Wesley Nielsen. Yes. yes, yeah. To the point where I looked it up to see if yeah. it was. <laughs> yeah. I was like, did Wesley
2: Nielsen get some work done? Yeah. <laughs> now we get into the only thing that we could probably ascertain as a plot for this movie as they're all unloading and getting ready to start the academy. The commandant and the lieutenant and one other guy are... The captain. In, the captain. Are in the room, and it's the captain that's complaining about who's showing up, right?
1: Yes. He makes an offhand comment that back in his day, the recruits were the right gender, the right the, color. Yeah, he says color at the end. Some yeah. some,
0: some playful racism. In and then they,
1: a they lot. all had... Oh, he says they all had Johnsons. Yes. He he's making penis jokes. And sexism.
2: Yeah. So... As soon as that hits, I'm like, Ooh, this is gonna get playfully off color here for a bit. And they bring it up, they don't they don't beat us over the head with it as much as they could. But it's there. Which is good, but it's definitely there. It's there. So the whole plot of this movie is they're gonna make their their recruits' lives a living hell in hopes that we can get that they can get them to quit.
1: Right. To they, leave it. they don't want it the mayor does not want them to be thrown out. But Mahoney, the whole thing with Mahoney is he, he wants can't, to get thrown out. He wants to get thrown out because he's not allowed to quit because if he quits, he goes to jail. Correct. I'm going to do the thing where we backtrack to jokes that
0: I enjoyed. Sure. sure. I'm to be that guy. It's just uh, when, uh, what is it, Copeland and Blanks. I forget which one it is, but one of them goes to introduce himself to the uh, captain. Copeland? <laughs> yeah. And he's like, get away from me, asshole. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care.
2: Good for you.
1: And that one. After that, when he uh, enters, he makes Blanks and Copeland their like squad captains. He goes, "This is Blanks and Copeland." <laughs> oh, yeah. I like when they get haircuts.
2: That is, again, that's the scene where they kind of kind of put racism right out in the open there, because the guy who Martin, the George th- Martin, George Mar- George Martin, who's, George Martin, who yeah, who ends up not being Hispanic, but Jorge is, Martin, yeah, Jorge Martin is in the chair, and the two white dudes, the prototypical cop characters, come in and say get out of the chair boy, you get to wait. So they sit down, they get their buzz cuts, and then he gets back in, getting the last laugh by having him just take a little bit off the sides.
1: You can do that? Yeah, it's not the army.
2: Yeah. Which I thought was a really good little one-liner.
1: I love it when the commandant addresses the squad for the first time, and Barbara's dog's humping his leg. And Barbara's (laughs) up and goes, princess, (laughs) <laughs> and now he goes, Princess looks like a prince to me <laughs> Yeah <laughs> Barbara never gets a break in this movie man No Like he's late And he goes to Mahoney And he goes Hey where would you get your gear? He goes oh right through there And it's the Commandant's house And he walks in the Commandant's wife in the shower
2: Again it's all just part of And that's Also in that's, Mahoney's,
0: that's Mahoney just being a
2: douche Yeah Was Mahoney just trying to Get people Get himself in trouble Via other people
1: Tell Mahoney sent you and then later on, he's like, "Did you tell him how excited?" Yeah, I even spelled it for. her.
2: <laughs> what else does he do early on? Oh,
1: oh he's, uh, he wants to see Kim Cattrall's thighs. Thighs,
2: yeah. He he um,
1: personates an instructor.
2: Yeah, early. He's he start. He literally gets off of the car and says he's gonna be out by three p.m. So he starts right out the gate. He so said he'll be, he'll be
1: out, out
0: by ten in the beginning of the movie. It's oh, like yeah. eight a.m. He's like, "I'll be out of here by 10.
2: Yeah. And then in the afternoon, he was out by three. And then, fast forward a little bit, we can go back to fill in the gap, but the turn happens when he is about, when um, the lieutenant and him are in the office together, and they finally agreed that they were going to make him leave the academy. And he finally sees and her Kim, thighs. Yep, Kim Cattrallo shows shows him her thighs, and, and he out of nowhere, fl- starts flirting back. Yeah, he had, She had really not done anything like that until that moment, and then she went full bore. A romance blossoms out of nowhere. Yep. And then he's like, no, nah, I'm going to stay now. Can I get out of here? No? Okay. I tried. <laughs> he leaves. I like Harris's shorthand in the classroom. It gets, it's, <laughs> it gets worse than the worse worse. so funny Because he starts by writing the full word, and then he just starts getting lazier and lazier. There's arrows and circles. And, and you have to pass... Examinations... <laughs> That you have to pass, and he just right. the big like.
0: Every, it's an acronym at really that thing. point. He's just abbreviated everything yeah. into one letter.
1: So Actos is full of crazy hijinks. Yeah. I mean, Mahoney's trying to get thrown out. Barbara can't catch a break. Tackleberry is
2: insane. So insane. High Tower is too powerful for the academies. Everything.
1: Uh, there's a scene where Hooks, the the quiet girl, she she just does not have a authoritative voice she can't get over the wall in the obstacle course and she's getting chewed out by Harris for it and Hightower just destroys the wall he yeah. just knocks it over knocks it over and just walks right on through and what are you going to say to that nothing everyone else is just staring like holy shit people
2: this- are trying to climb the rope and when Hightower attempts to pull on the rope to give him a boost, he danks it out of the roof Yeah, dinks <laughs> <He laughs> out of the fucking. <laughs> you're like good job man go, go sit over there <laughs> go have there. a seat um Leslie Easterbrook's character
1: that's uh Callahan yep Mm-hmm. She's like the I guess the hot
2: instructor right? Well, she was like the the authoritative second in command in the unit. Right. But I the, don't think anybody really thought of her as hot until that moment happened.
1: The um the the uh You're talking about the uh the gym scene? Yeah, where she the self defense sits on yeah. Barbara's, like chest and yeah. she's like who's next the And the guys all, start. All they all like, start ooh, doing... Me. And she's also onto Jorge Martin's, uh
2: <laughs> Stumbling, like walk, like sneaking into the girls' rooms. Which brings us to the scene that I was talking about. Yes.
1: They rip off Porky's. Yeah. Yep.
2: So, if you've never seen Porky's, there's a very famous scene in Porky's where a bunch of guys drill essentially a hole into the women's showers. Yeah, from, and so
1: it's a drain. They take a yeah, pipe they out. take so, a pipe out. So they can see into the girls' locker room and they're showering. And they're
2: so, in this, you don't get quite that explicit of it. They're, you see them naked, showering, and Mahoney's. Mahoney is drinking a beer, just kind of up there, lean, like, just looking in. And that's when the lieutenant shows up, takes the beer, sends him away. And then he
0: glances down, and the girl glances at him,
2: like and screams. And he looks at like him way
1: brain. too hard. Yeah. <laughs>
2: yeah.
1: And then he, they scream, and he runs away, throws the beer on the ground. which if this movie had real world repercussions
0: he would be fired absolutely and but he also
2: probably wouldn't have waited there he had caught Mahoney red handed doing something that's clearly going to get him kicked out of that academy
1: but it wouldn't because they made a promise not to kick Mahoney out Mahoney would have got a slap on the wrist because he didn't get caught he didn't get caught by the girls but Harris would have brought it to the commandant's attention the commandant's like can't throw him out oh that's right because he had actually talked to the commandant about that already I like Tackleberry at the shooting range. Obliterates the target. <laughs> he, he runs a villain behind the target? No, 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 just before that. When he they first get, get their where they get their issued revolvers and they're all shooting at targets. Oh right. And, and then, then he destroys his uses his magnum. Yeah, and then hires like, where'd you get that gun? My mom gave it to me. Can I borrow it for a little bit? Sure. Yeah. Of course.
0: <laughs> What's mine is yours.
1: <laughs> then later on, yes, it's this Tackleberry's shining moment. Where they're, I guess, a shotgun training. Yeah. They're walking through like a makeshift town and they gotta shoot bad guys and not shoot civilians. And he goes all Rambo and he's just.
2: <laughs> when he goes full Rambo, like, sneaks in behind the building, the guy's thing pops into the doorway and he shoots him three times the throat, side, and nuts. But just pride him too, down.
1: The instructor has like a clipboard, then you pick up your weapon, the instructor goes, come with me. Then it's is turn, he turns to the instructor and goes, come with me. <laughs>
2: It was good. Some of this is
1: funny.
0: Yeah, know for yeah. sure. It definitely has its moments.
2: If only they had finished it with "if you want to live," you know.
0: I thought they were going to.
2: I really did too.
1: But I don't, I, I think that's I like a, this came out before *Terminator*. It it's the same year, is it? I don't know what came out first though. But there's no way they would have known. Yeah, they probably filmed it around the same yeah. time. I would imagine. Midway.
2: Weird how those two very very similar
1: sentences have two completely different meanings, right? I guess the iconic scene, the scene I remember most from this uh, movie is the party at the Blue Oyster. Yes, yeah, that's because that's about where that's we problem. are, right? So they get their leave, like like halfway through. Is it halfway? Is it probably the, halfway mark? They um, Harris instructs uh, Blanks and Copeland find out where the party is and wants to report on what's going on. So they ask Barbara. So they bully Barbara into going to ask Mahoney for it, right? right. And I do like that exchange where Mahoney's like, "Yeah, there's a party. want to go? No, no, I don't want to go." <laughs>
0: But uh, some other people want to know where it is. So it clicks that it's yeah.
1: Blanks and Copeland. So Mahoney knows of this gay bar, and for reasons. <laughs> and Blanks and Copeland shows up, and that tango song plays, and they just
2: dance the night away. Yep, they dance all night, which leads to probably the best inner like exchange between the three of those guys, Lieutenant and the the two guys that are the leads, because he's like, "Why didn't you call me?" Nothing, nothing, nothing happened. No, nothing happened. Well, it was a party, right? Um, yeah. Yeah. Dancing.
1: A lot of dancing. Lots of dancing.
2: And then that's when they go to the shotgun training.
0: Right. I love at the end of the the dancing in the Blue Oyster Bar, because like, oh shit, what's his name? Not Copeland. The other one. Blanks. Blanks. Blanks is like, what the hell is happening? And Copeland's like, asleep on the guy's
2: <laughs> yeah, shoulder. Yeah.
1: He's like, I've never been more. <laughs>
2: I've never been, I've never felt so comfortable. <laughs>
1: Uh, uh, during that time they're having their real party it's a beach party yep they're just hanging out on the beach drinking Mahoney's wearing a cool light blue Ozzy Smith Cardinals jersey I have
2: that on yes. my nose
0: I want to go back just because you said that to the outfit he's wearing when he shows up at the police academy the bun in the oven yeah, the bun in the oven <laughs> one in the oven short shorts, shorts sleeve shirt, and short shorts I'm like yeah. what is this
2: is he this wants to look like a freak so they don't want him there yeah He's still under the impression that I guess that's fair. They're, they're, they will start weeding people out pretty see, quickly. See, I uh,
0: I chalked that up to weird 80s wardrobes.
2: I don't think you're wrong. I think it's a little column A, a little column B.
0: Yeah, a little bit of both, definitely.
2: So, the short shorts, yeah, weird 80s wardrobe. I was like, the if fact if, if this that the was
0: popular 30
1: plus years ago. Yeah.
2: But the shirt that literally says one in the oven pointing down to the belly, that's, that's intentionally made to look ridiculous. So, they're at the beach party yeah. at the same time that...
1: Blanks and Copeland are dancing the night away. He has a romantic encounter with uh, Kim Cattrall's character. I forgot her name. Uh, Thompson. Thompson. Th- that's pretty much it. Nothing really happens. I think Hightower, not Hightower, Taco Bell sees his first pair of boobs just by his reaction.
2: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't know how what prompted the... He's just them. playing
0: the saxophone by a fire. Yeah, yeah. Right. That's his role.
2: But like, the, <laughs> what Everybody prompted is- the girls to start t- going topless? I know there was something said. I don't remember what it was. But there was some offshoot line, and then the girls all kind of dance into frame
0: by the fire. By the fire, tops off. Yep.
2: And then they keep on moving, and then it pans over to the two of them like alone down by the water, and that's when they uh,
1: they're just making out. Yep, making out. That's pretty much the end of it. Right after that, George Martin does his uh, tries to sneak into the girls' dormitories and gets caught by the by Callahan, female instructor. Yes. And they have an encounter. Yes, they do. <laughs> and serious, it
2: changes well, his life. It does.
0: He is in love. He yeah. is in love. He's a one-man woman. A one-woman man.
2: And that's also the moment that we find out that he's not actually Hispanic.
1: Right Right after that, he's telling Mahoney about it. Yeah,
2: he's telling Mahoney about that, that encounter. How right. come
1: your accent drops
0: sometimes?
2: <laughs> oh, to be honest with you, I'm just George Martin. I use it to get the girls. Does that work? in my head I was like really how is that a question like you've seen it in action yeah he gets dropped off with like six women in a convertible all saying that they're his girlfriend like obviously it's working
1: those are my, those are f- my girlfriends all of them he has a funny line before that is he room he rooms with mm. faculty, right
2: yes I think he does
1: and he goes the Thackler's like oh I'm married and he goes ah that's beautiful man marriage is a very sacred institution yeah so do you and your wife do a doggy style or what yeah
2: that was uh, also a possibility from one of my opening lines.
1: Yeah, and I thought about it too. The podcast that wants to know if you or your wife do Dougie or what. Yeah. They do voice training where Lieutenant Harris simulates uh, stealing a stereo out of the window and Hooks squeakily screams, stop, this is a stick up. <laughs> yep. Yeah.
2: Freeze, this is a stick up. Then Tackleberry actually excels more than any other recruit, I feel. Well, he
1: goes, he kind of...
2: He goes, way yeah. he goes too far, but it's the best that we get. Drop the stereo or blow your nuts out. He's <laughs> as pointing old. the
1: gun at his neck. Yep. <laughs> you need to take it down to the level. Blanks and Copeland try to get revenge on Leslie Barbara for sending them to the wrong party. Yep. And this leads me to my favorite scene of the movie. The podium scene.
2: Oh, yes. Okay, yes, okay, yes. And we are in agreement. So this is the best scene in that movie. Blanks and Copeland
1: get a hooker and they put it in they put her in Barbara's room and the room inspection is about to happen mm-hmm. so Barbara goes to Mahoney because why not and says so you got Mahoney get, fixes all the problems you got to get rid of this girl for me so he does and he hides her in a podium and she goes you want to do it in a podium he goes yes all my life <laughs> and they're like okay so they go in there and the commandant's given a presentation so he goes oh I'm not the real client and the commandant comes up, and apparently he gets a blowjob during the presentation, but he yes. has no idea what's going on. Correct. So then, you think, Mahoney thinks the, the room's empty, but the commandant's standing only a few feet away, and he sticks his head out, and he just smiles at the, <laughs> the commandant and goes back in. He
0: says, good speech.
1: Good speech, that's yeah. it. Yeah. And then the commandant goes to Harris and goes, something has to be done about Mahoney. I agree, sir. What did he do? Did a bad thing. <laughs> <laughs>
2: But it's also one of the few moments in this movie that we actually get a callback. At the end of the movie, this is, like, one of the few things that gets called back. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. We're
2: gonna get to that. We're gonna get to that. I know, but <laughs> what I mean is, again, talking about, like, things that we... that you look for when it comes to good comedies. Mm-hmm. You know, rule of threes and callbacks and stuff like that. You don't get any of that in this. You get one... And it has to do with this hooker in the podium. I love that scene so much, just because. I again, I saw this movie when I was like in elementary
1: school because it was on. Ooh. It was on Comedy Central. I thought it was funny. I had no idea what was going on. Yeah, and then as an adult,
2: you get the joke, and it it's like, oh, that's cool. Yeah, it's fun. It was. It was actually really funny. It was great that like as soon as like the zipper, like he realizes what's ha- happening.
0: The incredibly loud zipper. Yep.
2: The incredibly loud zipper. He tells them to like to turn the lights down. <laughs> Turn
1: dim the lights, please.
2: <laughs> he then struggles scared. through his presentation. Says, "And hey, we're just going to look at this for this last slide here for a minute, and turn the <laughs> lights on."
0: <laughs> That's funny. We're gonna go have lunch and maybe smoke a cigarette. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I just not trying to explain to Harris what happened. He can't do it. No, no, never mind. Right after that, they're going to do squad car
2: training. And that's when Hightower wakes up.
1: Oh, there's right. no, there's another scene before that that I forgot existed. I, don't, I think Comedy Central edited it out. They actually have to go with an officer into um, into the city, and Harris oh, gets Mahoney. Yeah, 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 he yeah. makes Mahoney chase the car. Long story short, Harris gets launched in, into a horse's ass, and his head is like up there. I don't remember that
2: scene. You don't ever actually see Uh, him inside the horse, though, right? It's insinuated. It's insinuated, insinuated. but you don't say anything, yeah.
0: And and since we're here, I'll just save time now. My least favorite scene is the scene immediately following that, because it's just them standing laughing in a field, because you, it serves no purpose. It's not even that funny. It's not. And I thought, I'm going to say that... It's
2: funny in context of the fact that they hate him so much, and they now have something that...
0: But it's like 45 seconds to a minute of movie, where I'm like, why did they...
2: Yeah, no, when it definitely is not this? necessary.
1: I'm going to say the, his head going to the horse's ass is my least favorite scene also. Because it's an unbelievable joke to me. Like, everything else that's going on is like, yeah, improbable, but still kind of believable. I don't think that can physically happen. Mm-hmm. Or would physically happen.
2: Mythbusters.
1: Oh, well, we could try it out.
0: Let's, but, not,
2: <laughs> let's
1: not do that.
2: Well, they do the opposite in Liar Liar, right? When they shove it, shaking up the guy's ass. Not liar, liar. Well, um, I was about to say I've seen liar, liar a bunch of times. <laughs> no, no, no you, really, uh, myself, Irene. Producers cut liar, liar. No, I was, I was thinking you, <laughs> myself, and Irene. I've seen that like once. Yeah, I had the I, 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 had the was, gym, I have never everything.
1: seen that one. Um, yeah, yeah. I think up until that point, again, it, it's a standard comedy, but mm-hmm. that, that just like kind of push it over the
2: edge. Yeah, it. and is also it too unbelievable. N- the rest of that scene doesn't particularly make sense. Why is the traffic jam there? Why is the soft-spoken girl trying to figure out? Hooks directing traffic is funny. It <laughs> is. It is funny. But how did she manage to be put in that situation in the first place? Why does he steal a moat like a dirt bike? Can that happen? You see this in movies all the time, I, where no. they commandeer vehicles like no. it's official police business. No, no. If you're if you're out there and a cop ever tells you to do anything like that, tell him no. They're not above the law. They don't get to just steal your shit. No.
1: Okay. I feel like I've seen it in a hundred different movies. Yeah,
2: because people don't realize how far the cop, the power of the, act, the cops actually have. Sure.
0: If you want to take your own time at home and <laughs> Google the law and if this works or not, because we don't know.
2: I do. No. It's no. You sure? I am a hundred percent positive.
0: All right. Well then, Tom Corey sent you.
2: Yeah.
1: If they give you shit. So we're just about done. Before we get to our third act they actually have to drive the squad car in an obstacle course Hightower can't drive so he goes to Mahoney because Mahoney solves everything
2: Mahoney solves everything and
1: they steal Copeland's car they rip the seats out because Hightower is a freakishly large human
2: well that and that that was a, that was again one of the funniest lines to me was oh well, we can always just take the front seats out and he does it and afterwards he's like I wasn't se- <laughs> it's fine no this is fine too comfort's important
1: It's just funny that I also like the fact that he goes, we'll need a car, we'll take Copeland's. Like, (laughs) It's kind of a throwaway line that I didn't notice until I rewatched it over the weekend. And he has the Confederate flag as a uh, yeah license plate.
2: He does. So yeah, then they drive around and he goes from not being able to really drive functionally to being a fantastic stunt driver in a matter of like three blocks.
1: And he goes, oh, there's a car coming up. And he just plows right into it and goes, why didn't you hit the brake? You didn't tell me to. Yeah. He says it so calmly, though. But that cuts immediately into the uh, obstacle course, like the next day. I yes. just I just want to say, there's a line that I don't know if you guys
0: caught, it, but he's like, I haven't driven since I was yeah. <laughs> 12. That yeah, that's
2: right.
0: <laughs> and I was like, wait,
1: hold on.
2: I didn't, it didn't register, I, I knew that's what he said, but it didn't register until just a second.
1: Right, um, but there is no transition, it goes from night to day when he's in the car, because I guess he's being chased by the police at night, and then during the day he's just in his squad car. Kicking ass out the obstacle course. Yep. And he parks and Harris says, not bad. I guess this is a good as a compliment you're going to get. From Harris. Yeah. And then Hooks goes into the car and she drives really slowly to the tune of Santa Claus is coming to town. For some unknown reason. And then she runs over. Copeland's feet.
0: Copeland's feet. And then he calls her a name that I'm not sure if it's racist or not. It must be.
2: It is. I've heard that, I've heard that one, one in other it, movies. Yeah. Okay. I don't I don't remember what the term is, but I'm going to say it, obviously, but... You can edit it out. It's that's yeah. That's 100% a racist.
0: Yeah. And I've never heard it outside of this movie, so I wasn't sure.
2: Yeah, but you can just tell in context. Yeah, and, that's and, why, that's and, why I assumed it yeah, was, yes.
1: because of context. Yeah, because it gets dead silent, and then High yeah. Power kind of like perks up. Yeah. And he goes over, and he flips the squad car, and Harris kicks him out of the academy. Best recruit he had, probably.
2: <laughs> the only functional... Yeah, Really? police officers that he would have had. This leads to... It's also pivotal. It's crucial that that happens. It is. It's very, very important that that happens. That's an
1: important scene in the movie. Then Copeland discovers his car, which is pretty funny. Yep. All mangled. And then the fight breaks out in the cafeteria. Right. Barber throws the first punch, and Mahoney...
2: He never throws a punch. He hits him in the head with a tray.
1: Yeah, but he starts... He essentially throws the first punch. Right. Well, and Copeland instigate the fight yeah. but Barbara strikes first and to save Barbara Mahoney takes the rap, gets kicked out of the academy but doesn't leave well, like he's, he's about to leave but then I find out about the riots so he's like I'm gonna sneak onto the bus and help with the riots yeah. okay also uh, my 1B for my favorite scene is how the riot starts
2: oh my god that's I so I figured good. that's
1: what you
0: were gonna bring that up because he's your favorite character
1: I love how the riot starts.
2: <laughs> Fackler just tosses an apple out the window Hits a guy in the back of the head, which starts a brawl on the street, and the guy gets thrown through a bar window. Bar and fight breaks out. A bar fight breaks out, and then people just start looting, all because he tossed an apple? No, yeah, but you're forgetting a very... Because...
0: This society was hanging in a delicate balance. <laughs>
2: <Yeah>. <laughs> the pinball machine is really the linchpin here, because the bar fight happens, somebody falls into the pinball machine, the pinball machine goes down the alleyway across That's the street... Right starts another chain of nonsense a guy hands a TV to go run and help and the, and the guy who got the TV is like free TV free TV <laughs> and then people start looting that's how this riot starts all because of an apple all because of an apple
0: that's amazing it's really good if he just eats that apple that that's it. happens that's a lesson for us moral: eat more fruit an apple a day keeps the riots
2: away yeah <laughs> So then they all run, and they're told that they're not actually going into the riot zone. They're doing traffic control. control from a
1: safe distance away, but the commandant... But the running joke is that he's like, I never miss, I never forget a number. He says the wrong number, like, 15 Constantly. times in this movie. Yeah. Like, he's, he's they tell him it's a 14-week training, he's addressing the cadets, and he says 24 weeks. Yeah. <laughs> yes, I never forget a number. So they go, they're, like, two blocks
2: away. From the from the riot, mm-hmm. and it comes right barreling down right on them. Of course, everybody kind of gets their moment to be terrified. Yeah, everybody
0: gets their moment to be terrified, and then redeem themselves. Except, Except Tackleberry
1: because which is funny in itself. See, that
2: is the fu- that is that the is funny, funny fun. part about that. There is was,
0: was gunplay and he missed it. He's just right. banging his head into the squad car. Yeah. Um, let's see.
2: We so, have the we have the tie we tie up Barbara's. Yeah, but just just prior to that,
1: like Mahoney gets riot gear on and kind of hides out on the bus. Yeah. So that's how he's still there at the climax of the movie. Yeah, you're right. Barbara gets his redemption.
2: which Sort of. (laughs) But, and that's, again, it was such a... This actually might be my least favorite part of the movie. Not because Barbara beats the shit out of those guys. I love that. But the fact that afterwards they're like, it was our furniture, and he just believes it at face value, like, oh, okay.
1: Yeah. Oh, sorry.
2: Because people decide to move the shit out of their apartments in the middle of a riot.
0: It probably was, actually, their stuff.
2: And then it's just dumb writing. I think they, they were
1: riding the around in a moving truck, too.
2: Yeah. Yeah, so it's probably, like, their... I just, I, I did not like that. At, like, give the man the satisfaction.
1: I thought it was funny. Sure, if you think so.
2: I, I didn't laugh at it.
1: I left that Barber's reaction to it. Yeah. That's the funniest part. Your your main scene, though, is um, Copeland and Blanks get their guns taken away from a maniac who holds Harris hostage. And then. And then he runs to save Thompson. He runs
0: up there like an action hero, sort of.
2: Yeah, but prior to that, to the Commandant's there,
1: and they're like, Harris is up there, should we return fire? And the commandant is thinking long and hard
2: about where she can go to go see
1: Harris yeah, or
0: no not. no I guess not <laughs> because Harris there's like a really subtle subplot in this movie that Harris is after coming out yes, job, sitting in his chair in his office that's never touched on outside of that
1: scene but well, there's another really funny line in this movie too way earlier is when Mahoney goes into the commandant's office and he goes no one's lad in here That's nice fish is it yours no it belongs to
2: a friend yeah yeah <laughs> So then he gets up the stairs. He also loses his gun. Right. Well, They're he r- drops his gun.
1: It's a standoff so he doesn't shoot Harris. Meanwhile, Hightower's just walking among the rioters and no one's messing with him. Because look at him. Because look at him. Yeah. He's a giant man. He leaves his flower shop. Which is kind of, you see him in action as a florist. It's yeah. pretty great.
2: Yeah. <laughs> nice. That's a good callback too. So then he gets up to the top of the, the roof of yeah, the building. And. I want to
0: watch you off these pigs. <laughs> <laughs> And he punches him in the face, and he falls down a flight of stairs. And then Hooks is
2: there. And she actually says, don't move, scumbag, I think is freeze, the one. Freeze dart bag. Freeze dart bag. In her assertive
1: really cop that. voice. So yeah. assertive cop voice. Which is her moment. Yep. Everyone gets their moment. Except
0: This for, is good. Except for Thompson and, like, I guess unless her almost unless living is her moment.
2: <laughs> Thompson survives. Yeah. Well, she also goes back for the gun. She doesn't want to leave the gun on the... In the middle of the street, right? That's how she gets pegged down? Like, she's about to run away, but the gun's there? I don't remember. I don't remember either. Because there's there's everybody's running away. She's, she's like, like, ducking behind a crate, right? Yeah, but she wasn't alone. Because she was with the other the she other female... Hooks.
1: hooks and Callahan were, like... Yeah.
2: And they all, they all managed to get away, and she gets stuck there. Why did she get stuck there? I feel like she was about to run, sees the gun on the ground, doesn't want to leave it there, goes back to get it, and then is pinned. Probably
1: <laughs> sounds right. Sure, we'll go with it. Sure. So yeah, that's they they save the day. Then there's a uh, graduation, and Mahoney's back in because he has to be at this point. He's getting accommodation. He's getting accommodation, and he they gets the medal put around him in High Tower's neck in a very very awkward slow way. Yeah, yeah.
0: It's like the medal the the. The necklace part was just big enough to get over their hat, so he has to, like, shimmy it really, really
1: carefully. Yeah,
2: right. And it looks like Hightower's trying really hard not to laugh the entire time.
1: Hightower gives... His speech. The greatest speech in movie history. Yep. Thanks. <laughs> then Mahoney's about to give a really long speech, and he's at the podium, and um, you hear the zipper. Yep. And then he turns up Commandant, who just looks away. <laughs> so the joke has payoff.
0: Yeah. The best part about that joke is that this one is very crowded. There are people facing the other way. Back. Yes, yeah. So they're watching this happen.
2: I mean, granted... I, yeah, never mind.
1: S- someone has an angle. Somebody definitely has an angle. And the holy speech is going to be long. He's taking off his gloves. He's uh-huh. linking all these different people.
2: Combin', <laughs> combin', his I'm holiness so the pope.
1: <laughs> and that's police academy. Yep,
0: yeah, it is. We did it. That is our coverage of police academy. You know what happens every episode. We rate the movie that we review. We use an Infinity stone system, so we give each movie a number of Infinity Stones from 1 to 6 based on how good we think the movie is. 1 is low, 6 is high. If you give a movie 6 stones, you can also give it a gauntlet, which is the highest possible score. We're going to go ahead and rate Police Academy now. And I will go to Mr. Corey first.
2: Like I said at the top, this movie is fine. It, it doesn't do anything for me. It's a good background movie. I'll, I'll never actively look to turn it on again but if I'm flipping through the channels on a Saturday when I have to do errands and chores around the house sure I'll leave it on for a while I don't think it's all that funny either there are a couple of moments I chuckle but nothing that's like gut busting it gets two stones for me Sequel Europe. this is
1: more of a series of events than it is a movie you don't really care about the overarching story you just care for the funny moments I laugh more during this movie than I thought it would I, I like you. what you said You have it on the background That's fine um, I'm going to go one stone higher I'll give it three stones This is a average comedy
2: Yeah, I could definitely see it getting three It's just, I don't know, I get yeah, it too Not your cup of tea, yeah. I get it But yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll go with the full three for this one
0: yeah, I can see this is a background comedy movie there are also lines in this movie that made me laugh much harder than I thought were go- I was going to initially, because like, I've seen a police academy, but then I realized I've only seen it on Comedy Central, where it's been edited, and it hasn't gotten the full effect of all the jokes. So it's not an amazing movie. I'm going to give this movie three stones also. I'm tempted. If Michael Winslow had been as funny to me throughout the entire movie, I would consider four, just because of how much I would have laughed at this movie, but it gets to a point where it's like enough, more of the same... So, Three Stones, I think, is appropriate. It's, it's a good movie to have on the background, though. Someone will always find the part that they like and laugh. Yeah. And you can do that, too. Those are our scores for Police Academy. If you want to let us know what your favorite moment of Police Academy is, or which one of the seven movies you like best, you can put that in email and send it on over to zthpodcast at com.
2: You can also let us know about all of those things on Twitter at zthpodcast and do not forget about voting in our weekly poll. Where we keep put on, putting them up. We want to know what you guys think about the movies. Uh, otherwise, send us a picture of your badge and your gun on Instagram at zthpodcast.
1: You can find us on Facebook, searching zeros talking heroes in the search bar, zeros and heroes and an EX, uh, ES, wow, or... <laughs> Or facebook.com backslash ZTH podcast. If you want to do us a huge favor, go ahead and find us on
0: iTunes. Give us a five-star rating or whatever podcast app you're using. If it has a rating system, we want the max. And if you want to accompany that rating with a review, we'll read it on the air. We don't get that many anymore, so step it up, guys. Please. Next time, here on The Zero's Talking Heroes, we're going to be doing a new release movie, Thor Ragnarok. Hey, and that is our show, so as is customary, I want to leave you with our with our sign off, letting well, you know that every movie out there is someone's favorite movie. Probably Police Academy, right? Definitely. For somebody, yeah. Good night everybody.